Hello and welcome to the East Baltimore Graffiti Church's podcast. We are so excited to have you join us today. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at ebgraffitichurch at gmail.com. Or you can check us out on our website at ebgraffitichurch.org. Amen. All right, so uh, we have an adversary here. And last week, Pastor Charlie had spoke on uh, the perspective of Joseph. And this week, we're going to be talking about the perspective of Mary. So I want to thank Miss Melissa for reading the scripture on this morning. But the title of the sermon is Nothing is Impossible with God. Nothing is impossible with God. For we just know the story of, uh, of Mary and the virgin birth of Jesus. And we're going to pretty much dive into the text kind of like almost verse by verse, more like a scene by scene. Um, and we'll continue from there. So. What we're going to pretty much start with is we're going to first look at Luke 1, 26 through 28. And in, in, in this passage, in this part of the passage, the angel pretty much came to Nazareth. He came um, up against Mary and pretty much had greeted Mary. And one of the things that I wanted to highlight was the angel came in or verse 28. He came in and he said, greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. So the angel, like the, the, the angel, pretty much first thing he, they had noticed was like favored one with Mary. Favored one. Like the Lord um, blessed you like among the Lord could use anybody that he wanted to use. But he used Mary. So we look at this term as the favored one. When we look at the term favored one, we are not stating like the Lord look at the, the Lord look at us with favor. And when he came to Mary, he said, highly favored one. He is not saying like she's better than any other woman within that era. He is not saying that Mary was better than um, like Miss Diane, whatever the case may be. To where though, since, since Mary was a woman of God, um, he used her based upon the openness that Mary had within her life. But we all ask God to use us in his life. We ask God to use us for his kingdom. We, we, we raise our hand to be like, pick me, Lord. And when we have that openness with God, he will favor us and actually use us for his kingdom. So even now, God still favors all of us, which is why we all have our own special gifts, which is why we all have our own special place within his kingdom. Um, so he still favors from a perspective that other ones can't be reached to. So, you know, God used some of us to teach. So when he shows favor, it's favor for his kingdom, not because one is better than the other. And some of the scriptures I want to look at as far as God's favor in us was, um, you go to, yeah, so the next slide, I say the Lord, oh, it probably was already up there, but it say God's favor. So we look at Psalms 84, 11, it said, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk blameless. So as though when you walk your path of God, when you walk it with blameless, he will bestow favor and honor upon you to that way you can bring people to his kingdom according to his will and his way. Psalms 512 says, surely, Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. So as we righteous, we walk righteously with God. If we stay on his path, if we be able to do all the things that he had called us to do, he will be able to show us favor in those things. Rather, um, and some of those favors can be um, just 
and just being able to have increase within him, be able to increase our character with him. Um, so like God fearing us shows it in scripture. And in Psalms 90, one of the things I want to look at to is let's say 17. It says, may the favor of the Lord, our God, rest on us. Establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. So God favor those who want to do his work. He, he favor those who want to actually put work within his kingdom. Um, he knows your heart. So based upon the heart that you have, based upon the task that God would actually give you within, within your life. Um, for, for once again, if you have the, the heart of a servant, God is going to put you in positions for you to serve other people. If you have a heart of teaching, then God will put you in positions to where though you can teach others. Um, so based upon the, the, based upon the knowledge that God already know about you, you, we, he just now needs your willingness. He just now needs your choice to be able to work for his kingdom. So now we're going to look at verses 29 through 33. So 29 through 33, I pretty much highlight that the angel is informing Mary what is about to take place. So he's informing Mary, like, what is about to take place? Um, he said, don't be afraid. And he said, not only did I said, not only did he inform her, but he also gave her instructions. He said that you pretty much about to have a child. And when you when the son is born, you will name him Jesus. So as though he she, he was informing her what's about to take place and he gave her instruction to do so. So and it, it, and God work inside of our life similarly to is that we have to be prepared for when it's time that God is going to call on us to do something within our life. So when we get that urge to do something or was like, man, I really feel as though I need to be doing this for the Lord. That's that, that that's that's your calling. That's your that's your urge. That's your uh, purpose. That's that's trying to drive you to get out there. But we still have to be able to make that choice in order to get out there. And we can't be afraid. We, we have to be able to trust in God in order to carry through his will and his way. Um, and some of the scriptures that I wanted to pretty much give some of the scripture that I wanted to give on that portion was we have to allow God to work in our life and Romans 8:28, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who has been called according to his purpose so it is though once again God gives you that urge he gives you that um, special gift that you have inside of your life and now we just pretty much have to make room and allow God to pretty much work in our life as such things. And I can't remember if I chose another scripture or not. No. So now I'm going to pretty much do something real quick. <laughs> so if it don't work out, it don't work out. So God gives, God gives tasks, right? So I'm going to pretty much hand out something to people and I want you to think and when you read it, I want you to think about it as God assigning you those tasks all right don't say nothing yet y'all can look at it together it's fine
not gonna look at it together. That's fine. <laughs> All right, everybody got time to look at it? All right, so now what I want you, so now what I want y'all to do is, I'm gonna pretty much call on you, and then you're gonna read it, and then you're gonna tell me what's the first thing that came to your mind. Go ahead, Selena. Um, I want you to sing for my <laughs> so what's the first thing that came to your mind? Uh, <laughs> okay, what's the second thing that came to your mind? Uh, like if God were to tell you to do that, how would you respond? All right, all right. Okay, and what's the first thing that came to your mind? Um, I thought about where, who, how would I explain the gospel to, to those various people? Okay, Olin, go ahead. I just thought about evangelism. Just the word popped in my head. All right. All right. I want you to love on people that makes it hard. Mm-hmm. First thing that came to my mind was the guy who struck me in the accident. So what, what, your, your, so you, that was your first thought of him. Now, so God tell you to do that. Oh, that was your second thought. <laughs> that was your second thought. <laughs> okay, what's your third thought? <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right, Pastor Charlie, Miss Diane. I want you to dance for God's kingdom. Oh. <laughs> I <laughs> so my first thought was, I'm nervous. Uh, I'm gonna be embarrassed. <laughs> uh, my first thought was, this has been an issue in our marriage for 37 years. <laughs> So that was your first thought? Yes. What was your second? Um, so if God tell you to do that, what would you? I would definitely dance for the Lord in my heart or in the privacy <laughs> of my own place. Um, I would have difficulty feeling free enough to do that. Like, yeah. Um, well, we have done it. Um, so <laughs> I would do it again. For the Lord. For the Lord, yes. And for Christ. <laughs> all right, all right. So I kind of got mixed. I was looking for something, but I kind of got like a mixed, mixed thing that I, was, that I was looking for. So I will tell y'all what I was looking for. All right? Go to the next slide. So God gave, I gave y'all tasks as, as if God gave you tasks. So a task was given to Mary. The angel gave her information. The angel gave her instructions. And he said, the first thing that Mary said, 
was what? How will this be done? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin, the first thing Mary does is ask a question. First thing that Mary does is ask a question. Every time, so this shows on how similar that we are still, that we still are today. To as though when God gives us assignment, when God gives us tasks, the first thing that we do is question him. And as soon as we question him, as soon as the angel spoke to her, she immediately began questioning. And as soon as God gives us confirmation of something, whenever God gives us um, something to share with someone, or when God gives us just anything in our life, we begin to immediately question it instead of trusting in God. The, the first thing that we do is automatically question him. And, and, and because we, and when we question God, we try to wait on the answer to receive we try to wait on the answer from God, but in the, in the stages of waiting on the answer for God, we use that time as procrastination time. We begin to procrastinate of what God wants us to do instead of just walking in faith, instead of just trusting in him, instead of just waiting for him to fulfill what the task he already expected us to do. So God gives, if, if, if God gives you the, the gift of singing, if God gives you the gift of, stage, of singing, but you wait until you get on stage to start singing, you have procrastinated the God's plan for you. You know, if God gives you the teach of teaching, but you got to wait until you get a doctorate degree, then you have procrastinated God's plan for you. You know, we, we, when, when God gives us tasks, we know that God can do all things. We know God, his characteristics is not to let us fall, not to let us fail. So we know that he can work miracles in people's lives. So we have to trust in his word. We got to trust that his word is true. So Mary questioned the angel just like any of us would have when we, when, when the assignment was given to us. So now I want to look at verse 35 through 37. 34 through 37. My bad. So now here, once you ask the question, God gave her the answer. The angel gave her the answer. The angel said, um, the angel answered and said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. So he gave Mary the answer she needed in order to calm her spirit, in order to, um, because of the miracle that was, the, that was about to take place. So, but, and also in this passage, the angel was speaking to her and, oh, I jumped ahead. Go to the next slide. <laughs> so we get to that point where though God is always with you. God is always going to provide the answer. God is always going to give you the, nece the, the necessities that you need to, in order to get his tasks done, in order to get his assignments done. So let's move forward. Now we're going to pretty much go on Luke 1. Hold on. I messed up. Go back to the... Oh, yeah, it is there. So, and also in this, in this, I combine them together. Also, also in this passage, it also shows that um, Elizabeth was also 
was given a child. It was pretty much a miracle child as well because she was barren. She couldn't have children. She um, was at an old age, so she could no longer have children. But she was pregnant as well. And she was already six months into her pregnancy before Mary had, had um, became pregnant. So, and, and, and I love how the angel just reassure Mary in this instance that she will not be alone in the process. To where though he has said, like, you have a relative who has conceived, you, are, you have a relative that went through, um, you have a relative that went through, a, that is going through a miracle child as well. And um, so that is just, that, that's another thing that's taking place. So he informed her that to where though you, you won't be going on this path, you won't be going on this journey alone. And a lot of times when we are working in God's kingdom, a lot of time when God, um, have us doing things in his kingdom we, we we receive he reassures us that we is not alone as well he reassures us that um the things that the journey that god has us on in our life is people that is, that is along for the ride that is going to help us out and pretty much which is why the church is here i mean which is why the church here today is for to be able to help other people, to be able to help them grow in God, to be able to help them with their calling that God has placed upon their life and pretty much mold them into the character that God has, has, has meant for them to be. So, so, yeah, I just wanted to highlight that and just saying like, you know, two miracles taking place at the same time, that shows that nothing is impossible for God. And even today, even now today, miracles still takes place. Um, and, and even though we can't, we don't see it physically all the time. Um, we kind of had a discussion this morning as far as just like mur uh, miracles and they still taking place today. And a lot of times, miraculously miracles don't automatically have to be someone died and came back to life or someone died and was re recitated and pretty much came back. You know, miracles can be to as though, I mean, I'm using your event, but he was just in an accident and he is still here today. You know, he was in the accident and he's still walking. I mean, it's, it's pains and bumps and bruises along the way, but that's where we get our testimonies from. That's where we get our um, growth and endurance from within the Lord. So miracles happen all the time. We just take for granted on the size of the miracle. So now I want to jump to Luke 138. It said, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. So Mary said, Mary said, let it be according to the word. Once Mary, once Mary received all the information she needed in order to get God's task done, um, she pretty much gave praise and glory to God. She pretty much said, let thy will be done. So when God gives us assignments, we have to pretty much rejoice because God thought of using us for his work. God thought of using me for his kingdom. And he didn't have to. It's, it's, it's millions of other people in the world that can preach. It's millions of other people in the world that can share the gospel. It's millions of other people in the world that can serve the community. But God decided to use me. So we have to be able to rejoice and not take for granted that just because, you know, I'm a Christian, I'm owed that, you know. And so we, we, we have to pretty much rejoice 
in God's glory for when he wants to pray, uh, use us for his kingdom. And I believe that was the last verse on, uh, within Luke. So some of the things I just wanted to kind of highlight as far as scene by scene on the passage of Mary and her perspective, and we all can still share that perspective today, is um, it's, hard for y'all, it's hard for y'all to see, but it says, nothing is impossible with God. Um, nothing is impossible with God. So we have to realize that God has all the authority. God has all the power. God has everything that we need in order to get through what he has in store for us. And we have to pretty much believe that. And it said the Lord, and I wanted to highlight that the Lord favors us. Once again, once you, once you raise your hand and tell the Lord, I want to, I, I want to be used for your kingdom. You know, as like, like in Isaiah, pick me, Lord, send me. You know, he will, he will favor you. He will honor you. He will give you what you ask for. But we, we as, as, as people have to make that decision because he will not force it upon you. Um, we have to allow God to work in our life. You know, even when God gives us that assignment, the first thing, some, yes, questioning it is one of the first things, but we also just, you know, jump right into it without talking to God about it. So we have to pretty much allow God to come inside of our life. We got to allow God to um, <clears throat> be a part of decision makings and just making room for him. Uh, we have to walk by faith. When, the, when those assignments are given to us, we have to walk by faith. We have to trust that God is not sending us, you know, um, the, the furnace came to my head first. But we had, to, we, had to, we had to know that we got to trust that God is just not going to send us out there unprepared. You know, he's not going to send us out there to die. You know, it's like God is pretty much is going to, um, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we just pretty much have to trust in the Lord and have faith in him. <clears throat> God will always be with you. We have to, we have to, you know, a lot of times when things go wrong in our life, when, you know, we had a very low point, a lot of times we can have that uh, feeling of loneliness. We can have that, uh, you know, that desperation of that God is no longer helping me. God is no longer with me. And we have to realize that God is always there through the storms, through the rain, we just pretty much had to, I mean, get observant and, and watch for him. So, and the last thing is rejoice when God decides to use you for his kingdom. Like I said, we, we, we have to take every opportunity. We, we can't take opportunities for granted. Um, you know, the, the fact that God is using us, it just, I mean, shows how much he trusts you. And it shows how much faith he has in you to get it done. And it just shows the, 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 your, your maturity growth within him. So we have to pretty much rejoice. We have to be happy. We have to um, have, that, that, have, have that joy that, um, in order to work in God's kingdom. So that was the key points that I pretty much wanted to highlight. And um, next week, I think we're going to be going into the perspectives of the wise men, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Shepherds. Um, going in perspectives of the shepherd on this Advent series. So I'll close this out in prayer.